0: Hello, Maria. How you doing? I'm doing good today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm sorry about that. I, I, we mentioned two forty-five, and I thought I had the right time on there, and I was, I don't know what I did, and I had to go pick up my kids from school, so I apologize about that.
1: No, that's okay. I didn't want to be rude, but I just I wanted to have enough time before I had my thing at four thirty.
0: Absolutely, I I completely understand. Um, yeah. So and we'll definitely get a, a longer go in here because um, I, okay. I we I do these with, I did another one with Lindsay Wright today and she's already been on the podcast, so we can definitely do it again. Oh, but I okay. just, I definitely wanted to get uh, your uh, feedback from your doctor's visit.
1: Yeah. Um, do you want me to start with, with that? You can start wherever you want to. Okay. I'd like um, to have a
0: little bit of background uh,
1: and then okay. go into that. Sure. I'll s i will guess I'll start from the beginning. Um, short. I'll try to keep it as short as possible. <laughs> um when I was about 16, I was in high school and um I got this weird like um rash on my upper lip and it was swollen. And I had that for a few months and I didn't really do anything about it. And then I, I had um I also had like a rash on my elbow and that's that I think that was just from studying, being in marching band uh, yeah. like, okay. and so I saw the doctor and then they gave me some I don't know what they gave me it was a long time ago but it went away and then I had that thing on my upper lip for like six months maybe a year and I wouldn't I was so self-conscious about it I wouldn't look at people and it would um, split and bleed and I was like, "What is going on?" And then it went away. About after a and then fast forward, I was about a junior in college, and then I had that thing on my lip again, and I don't know what it was. Um, and it went away. So I was like, "Okay, that was weird." And yeah. I- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it it was the same thing. It lasted. I would ooze. It would split. It would uh, bleed, and then it was just a cycle, like every three days. I was like, what is going on? And then I got some, some sort of cream to make that go away, and it did. Um, and then fast forward again, I was about 24. That was uh, 2014. And I was in a really, really bad relationship, and um, the stress of it made my skin freak out. And, um, it didn't really seem like eczema, but, um, my eyes were swollen. I was, um, like lots of discharge was coming out and I had a few rashes, you know, my elbows on my hands and, um, eventually they turned to scabs and then I, um, ended that relationship. Um, and then I saw a dermatologist in uh in mexico because yeah i live in i live in uh, new mexico well at the time i lived in um no at that time i lived in new mexico so um and my it's very close i'm about 40 minutes from el paso gotcha so it's very in my so so border city it's very easy to go to mexico so i went to mexico saw a dermatologist and he took one look at me, and he said, this is stress. Everything that's going on with your skin is just stress. So uh, whatever's stressing you, is it gone? And I was like, well, my boyfriend, yeah, he's gone. Um, and he gave me some stuff to – he gave me MetActive. Okay. And I, I, I'm not sure what, what was in it, but he gave me MetActive, and he gave me um, some tablets to take and uh, level of tyrosine. And then that went away. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. And uh, then I got pregnant. Well, I was pregnant already. I just didn't know it. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, so he had me stop taking the antibiotics. Um, but yeah, and then um, I took the MedActive, active and I was applying it. And I, uh on my skin, it cleared. The stress was gone. So I was um, happy and, you know, nice, clear skin. And um, this was three years ago when I was pregnant. My son is now three years old, and during all that time, or actually four years ago, during all that time, the past you know, up until my son was two years old, I, beautiful skin, clear, nothing, um, no rashes, no nothing. So um, And then I started getting itchy again when my son was about two. And then it just kind of progressed the itchiness and i would start um, i would scratch so hard that i would have scabs like open wounds and then the scabs they would scab over and i'd scratch the scabs off it wasn't really um, rashes like what you would think eczema was right so i was just really confused as to what going on and so i still had that med active from the last dermatologist so i was just using that spot treating and then my, that sting on my upper lip came back, and then my uh, corners of my mouth were uh, split. And it just kind of never went away, but it wasn't that big a deal. I was like, okay, I like this. Um, and then fast forward again, um, it just got steadily worse until this past, um, this past June. So June of 2018, uh, I, got a, I got a rash on my chest. And on my neck. I wear a lanyard. I'm a teacher. so I wear a lanyard all day. And I guess the lanyard was rubbing on my neck. So I had two rashes. And I was scratching my back a lot. So I saw a dermatologist in June. And I said, "Um, I have this rash. Um, Can we get rid of it? And my back is all messed up because I've been scratching it a lot. And I thought I had dermatillomania which is a skin picking disorder right? Um, because I was, I was constantly scratching and I was constantly like picking off the scabs. And I was like, what's going on? And then, um, and I said, I'm getting married in a, in a year, I'm getting oh, wow. married maybe so I have 11 months to, to get rid of this. And I was still using them at active um, just um, to spot treat, but it wasn't really working. So I figured, "Well, oh, I'll go see a dermatologist. She gave me a um an oil that I used for two weeks. It was like fluos and alone or something like that. Okay. She gave me that oil. And since it was oily, I put it on my back and it did nothing because it would just rub off as soon yeah. as I put any clothes on. Like I can't walk around naked all day. So um I went back two weeks later and I said, This isn't working. Um it's just rubbing off. And she gave me Triamcinolone trium- yep. acid, at that one, I, you know. Um, so I used that for about a month. And then I saw, I was seeing her like every month from June, July, August, September. And I was like, oh, you need to get me better by May. Um. <laughs> and I wasn't getting better. And then by this time, it was like five months I was using the Triamcinolone. And, um, I said, I, I'm not so educated on this doctor, but, um, I don't think I should be on steroids this long. I I always thought that it was maybe like two weeks or so. And, but I was just using it every day. I was putting it on my face because it was it now, instead of the rash on my chest and my neck, it had spread, the rash was bigger, um, it had spread to my mouth and my eyes and i was like can i put this on my face it says that i can't and she's like yeah put it on your put it on your eyes it's going to drip a little bit on um if you if you're not careful but you can put it on your eyelids i was like okay oh no and like i, I had uh scabs you know i cuz i was scratching so much so and i was using the steroids on the scabs and now i figure you know that, that it probably made the steroids go um easier into my system because I had all these open wounds. I didn't know that. (laughs) You're not even supposed Um, to put steroids on open wounds. Right. And, you know, like I've heard you say, like, I didn't read the pamphlet. I just, I just kind of, you know, she gave it to me. So I put it where I needed it or where I thought I needed it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I just, you know, I didn't know what was happening, but I said, I don't want to be on steroids anymore. And uh, so she gave me Eucrisa. She's like, "You're a perfect candidate for Eucrisa. It's not a steroid." And I was like, "All right, let's try it." So I was I used Eucrisa for a month. It burned my face. Um, uh-huh. It it um it didn't fix any other parts of my body. And every time I used it, it felt like it. I don't know. It just made me a little bit more. I don't want to say inflamed, but maybe swollen, like raised yeah. skin. Yeah. And I was using that, that stuff like liberally. I was putting it on, you know, everywhere. I needed it. And uh, I was scared because of all the steroids. So I was using it once a day. And so I used Eucrisa a month, once a day. And I saw her again. And I said, I'm getting worse. Like, I, it's getting so much worse. And she said, are you using it twice a day? I said, no. She said, that's why it's not working. So go back, use it twice a day for another month. So I did. And then I eventually, so now we're in November, this past November, I believe, uh, or December. And I was like, you know what? This Eucharist is just not working. I am worse than I've ever looked. And this is just not doing anything. So just like instinctively, I stopped using anything. I, was, I hadn't been using the Triumcin alone. I stopped using the Eucrysof. This was uh, mid-December that I stopped using anything on my body. And she had me on Monolukast as well, uh, immunosuppressant. Singular. Uh, uh, is that what it is? I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so she had me on Monolukast. She said this is a, a drug for people with asthma, but it'll help yep. you too. So I was like, uh, maybe it doesn't sound right that, um, it sounds like that my, I would want my immune system to work as much as possible. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to take that anymore. And then, you know, I stopped you, Krissa. And then, you know, my body freaked out cause I had stopped using anything. And that was the week before Christmas. And then my, my eyes had my face completely swelled. Um, I couldn't really see all that well um you know looking around i could feel how puffy my uh, my eyes were and then i went to work and everyone was like what's going on with your face (laughs) And i'm like i don't know (laughs) i don't know but i stopped i stopped i think it's just you know i have no idea so um then i was on christmas break um two weeks two two and a half weeks for christmas break and my body just got worse. It just got steadily worse, um, you know, the beginning stages of TSW. Yeah. Yeah. So now I, here I am um, about a month and a half later. And so I did a lot of research, like, what is going on? So I looked up, like, is this eczema? And I looked up, like, you know, red, um, red eyes, red face. Um, and I found the eczema group. And from there, I learned about TSW, so I joined the TSW group. Yeah. And then I figured out like this is what I have. So it was. Isn't it?
0: Was it isn't it such a like like a gate opening experience when you finally find that that group and you're like, holy shit, this is what I've got.
1: It was a mixture. I was relieved, but I was also scared because everyone's like, oh, it takes one to four years. I'm like, no, I'm getting married in six months. (laughs) So I was like, I'm so glad. I was so very glad that I know what I have, but everyone says the only thing to heal is time. And I'm like, I'm just trying to do my best until four months.
0: So uh, tell me about the doctor visit.
1: (sighs) Okay so, well, I have other doctor visits, sorry. So I'll talk about that and then I'll get to that. Um, okay. I, now that I figured out what I had, I went to a general doctor. Um, and I said, can you refer me to a dermatologist? Maybe he can help me, um, you know, use something else other than steroids. So I, I went to a new dermatologist and, um, I told him, uh, I believe I'm in steroid withdrawal. And I also had the flu. So my first week of withdrawal, I had influenza type B. So I was like, I was so depressed. And he's the, my new dermatologist, I saw him, uh, like the week of Christmas. And he, he said he believes he was like, Oh yeah, you can get it. You can get addicted to steroids. You're not supposed to use it longer than two weeks. Um, he's like yeah withdrawal is definitely a possibility but it's more so with oral steroids so and he's like but i don't believe you have it you look you just have a severe case of eczema but i want to put you on pixent i was like are you sure because i it seems like my story is the same exact as other people's my cycle of you know flare ooze regular skin flare ooze regular skin it's like it's the same thing as everyone else. And so I've been, he said he wanted to put me on Dupixent. And I, so at this point I was like, yeah, just give it to me. And then um, I saw him again about uh, last Thursday and I, still, he wanted to put me on Dupixent and I was like, yes, I'm at the end of my rope. Just, you know, give me Dupixent. And he also wanted to put me on Cyclosporin.
0: Oh God.
1: Yeah, because you know, he's like, You have such a severe case that um while before we get you on Pixent, you should go on cyclosporin. And I said, I don't know anything about that. Let me research it and then I'll come back to you. And I'm like, It's for people with um organ transplants.
0: And cancer.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Do I really need this? Like, is it <laughs> that bad that I need to be on on that? So I said I said, No, I'm just if I, if people if everyone what everyone says about TSW is true i will get better so i don't need to take that i just need to wait and then um so i used to go to um this uh biomagnetism doctor okay. have you heard of that
0: uh uh-uh. uh
1: it's a it's a type of treatment in which uh you the doctor uses magnets positive and negative and um, puts them on your body to uh, to either give you the right energy or to um, expel the wrong energy. And I was like, "What is this? Sounds like some, you know, some hippy dippy weird stuff." <laughs> and my mom's like, "No, you should see him. You should see this doctor." And I was like, "Okay, sorry, my story's all over the place." When I was pregnant, was sorry. <laughs> When I was pregnant, I saw this doctor. Because I that's when my last severe flare up was right. Saw him and I was like, Oh, what is this? I don't, I'll try it, but it sounds, it sounds weird. Um, but he, uh, he, I was not showing, I was like two, three months pregnant, and he knew he he, um, he said, You recently went through something emotional, you have a pressure on your heart he just looked at me and he was like, you have a pressure on your heart. And it's not because um, there's something wrong with your heart, but something happened to you emotionally recently. And I was like, yeah, I just left my abusive boyfriend. And he's like, you also have, you're not sleeping at night either. And I was like, Oh well, yeah, I'm, I'm also, I'm not sleeping at night. I wake up and I, I just can't sleep. And then he's like, and you have a growth on your stomach. And he poked me and he poked me right where I was starting to feel flutters of my uh, son, and I was like, "What? How did you know? How did you know that's <laughs> where he was?" And then, and then after I saw him, I was able to sleep that night. And what he did is that uh, he lay, uh, he laid me down, and he taped me with like these tiny little like beanbag looking magnets. And I don't know how it works, but he taped all these magnets on different parts of my body. um You know, come to think of it, it sounds maybe some. It sounds like uh like an Eastern medicine, Uh but it's um, it's popular in South America, so it hasn't really reached us yet. Um, but he, uh, so I I saw him, and that's the doctor I saw on Saturday. So I was like, hey, doctor, I haven't seen you in about a year because I've been doing okay, but now I'm just I, I'm at the end of my rope. I wasted. Seven months with a doctor that I thought was going to help me, but actually I ended up like ten times worse and now I have four months to look somewhat presentable for my wedding so he um he did the thing he laid me down, and instead of usually you go to the doctor and you tell them what's going on with you, but it was the opposite i laid i I saw him and he told me what was wrong with me. He told me um you know he took a look at me and he said your cholesterol is high because you've been eating a lot of junk food. <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, oh, yes, I have been eating a lot of junk food." And he said, "You've been feeling um lately you've been feeling uh worthless. Someone's telling you that you are not uh, that someone is devaluing you. Someone's telling you that you are worthless." And I was like, "Oh my gosh. That's me. Like <laughs> I'm the one telling myself that." And he's like, "You are You are staying in bed longer than you should be. You're unmotivated to go to work. You are unmotivated to spend time with your son. Even though you're getting married, you're not, you don't seem very happy about it. You're not happy about it. So why are you eating? Why are you eating so poorly? And then I, and I was like, well, everything you said was right. And then he also told me something, something drastic happens to you in December. Something. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I stopped taking." St- I told him I, I stopped taking steroids in December, and he's like, "And he um he's a doctor. He's um uh he's a doctor in Mexico. He has his own practice in Mexico. So um uh, he told me, yeah, the cortisone is what messed you up. That's why you're so depressed. Um, and I'm like, well, I'm depressed because my body's not working." My body has betrayed me. That's why I'm eating so poorly because I'm just, I, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm late to work every day because of, I just, I don't want to get up. I don't want to peel off of my bed. Yep. And I don't want my to rip off of me. So I just stay in bed as long as I can. <laughs> and, and he just, he just knew all of that. And he's like the cortisone, um, you're not, uh, cortisone is, is very dangerous. He told me. The cortisone has lowered all of your um, all of your hormones, and it has lowered your immune system to the lowest it can be. And um, I was like, "Man, I use that for like six straight months, almost." And he's like, "And he mentioned that the healthcare over here—it's like he called it the mafia." Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, oh, man, that's, you're right. That's what it feels like. And he was like, but don't worry. I'll help you. And um, I said, so what, what am I, what's happening to me? And he said, you don't have um, – he doesn't think I have eczema. He said what I got was I got a fungus. Like you have a fungus and you have a bacteria, and it's presenting itself as eczema. And I was like, are you – Really? And, um, but I said, but I got a biopsy by, um, one of my dermatologists and it came back as atopic dermatitis. And he said, yeah, well, that makes sense because they didn't, they probably looked at your skin and they didn't know what it was. So they just said atopic dermatitis. So he has, uh, since prescribed me a, uh, antifungal pill and, uh, a pill to get rid of the bacteria that he said was, um, that I contracted. And, um, I'm not sure if, oh yeah, and he put all the magnets on me, but I'm not sure if, um, the fungal medicine is, is working or if it's just regular TSW taking its course, but my skin is a little bit better now. It's only been three days, but we'll see at the end of the week. Wow. That is yeah.
0: extremely interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: i i I gotta say that's that's really interesting
1: yeah he also told i've seen him i used to see him every month i haven't seen him in about a year and i asked him like how do you know these things how do you know that i'm not sleeping at night how do you know that i had an emotional distress and how do you know that i stay in bed as long as possible and um my mom was like, oh, it's because he's a medical doctor and he knows all of these things. And I'm like, well, no, but how does he know the details? And I asked him, and he said, he just, he believes that he has a gift. And he's like, you, there's lots of magnet doctors out there. And there's actually one in El Paso. And he said, there's lots of magnet doctors out there. But just because they're a magnet doctor doesn't mean that they will help you. Basically, it's like a facade, you know? Right. Like it may not, not every magnet doctor will work, but, um, he says he, he, he believes that it's a, it's a gift from God that he got. He's like, it's almost like he can look at someone uh, and by how their face looks and how they're walking and how, um, like, it's like he can see their aura and see what's wrong with them. And with his medical background, um, with all of his, with all of his medical knowledge, he can just, he just knows what you're going through even things like with my with my mom and her friend cuz everyone who hears this story they're like no that's i don't believe in that weird stuff you know that hoodoo voodoo hippy dippy stuff but that's i don't i don't think about that i don't i don't believe that and that's how i was too until he told me i was pregnant and he knew right. where my son was fluttering so that's when i became a believer right and he knew my mom's friend he knew that she um that she had a falling out with her mother when she was 10 years old. And that's why she has back problems now. Wow. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's weird. And I think it's unusual. And I think most people would find it unusual, but I, my mom says the only explanation is that it's a gift from God that he got. And I'm, I'm very grateful that I found a doctor that believes that cortisone is bad for you.
0: yeah, And that
1: the healthcare system here is just like the mafia. He said, so yep. I'm, I'm really grateful that I I found him.
0: I I will be really interested interested to see how this plays out.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, I you know I've been so desperate, and I still need to call my other doctor and say I don't want to be on Dupixent because right. um, this magnet doctor. I told him my dermatologist wants me to go on Dupixent. What do you think I should do? And he he told me no. He's like the, the, the injection will. He didn't really know too much about Dupixent, but he said with how you are now, if you take an injection, it will make you worse. Yeah. So he's like, don't take anything. Don't yeah. use it at all. And I'm like, and I, okay. I,
0: I will okay. tell you that I was on Dupixent for eight months, and if anything, it mm-hmm. made it worse. It, it did not do anything Ugh. to make anything feel better.
1: Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. I mean I but I was I was so desperate. I was like, Oh yeah, give it to me. Yeah, but sure. I still I still wasn't sure I could be that one percent, that like that five percent that has all the side effects. Because the side right. effects is like red face, swollen face, itchy yeah. skin. Yeah. I'm like, Are you serious? The side effects yeah. is the same thing I'm going through now.
0: Well, because now so- they're using they've changed the label of dupixant from an eczema drug to an asthma drug. Oh, they're now they're now utilizing Dupixent as an asthma medication, not an eczema medication. Huh. So, again, it's it's almost like monoculast, like you were saying, Singular um, Mm -hmm. that's used for asthma. But they say that it can double and help you with your eczema as well. Because it acts
1: as an immunosuppressant.
0: Right. And I take Singular right now for my asthma um, Mm -hmm. because I don't want to take the steroid inhalers. Yeah. I just absolutely refuse. And that's the next best thing for me. And I have to control my asthma. I just absolutely have to. So no, of course. Singular was like the 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 least abrasive thing for me to do. But um yeah, I've done cyclosporine, methotrexate, dupixant, I've mm-hmm. done all the big bad drugs and they're they're terrible. Yeah. They're absolutely awful. And I I did nothing but flare incredibly bad as soon as I stopped taking those drugs.
1: Yeah, sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Well, at this point, I'll, I'm I, not even. Go ahead. Sorry. At this point, I'm not even sure if what I have is eczema, because I can go two, three years of just being normal. So I don't know what's going on. I don't. i the, the biopsy said I have eczema, but I, I don't know anymore. But definitely, I, I have TSW. Like that's for sure.
0: I have lost so much faith in Western medicine and doctors in this country that I firmly believe, had they not prescribed me steroids my whole life, I, I wouldn't have what they call eczema. And I wouldn't be going through topical steroid, steroid withdrawal at this time in my life. And I have mm-hmm. that thought in the back of my mind that even if I get through TSW, am I still going to have eczema? Right. You know, like, am I ever going to see clear skin? Am I ever going to know? It's like, and I have to believe that I will, as long as I stop taking all these stupid ass drugs. Yes. I've got Mm -hmm. to get off the dumb ass drugs. And so I'm working. That's, that's my goal right now is to continue to lessen the, the amount of prescriptions that I'm on. And I've only got three more to go. And then I'm Good. strictly on supplements and a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after that, if I still have eczema, so be it. I'll deal with it the way it is, but I'll deal with it naturally. Because this bullshit yeah. prescriptions is killing me.
1: And even if your eczema does come back, I doubt it'll be as bad as what you're going through now.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that.
1: Nothing yeah, is bad
0: what we're going through now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm very grateful that I... Like I, I'm on the support group that, you know, that we're on, you know, seeing all those pictures, it, you know, it makes me grateful that I was only on it for six months. Right. Um, and I, I, it's been one and a half months and like today was the first day that I, I felt normal. Like, I know I'm not as bad as, as other people on the group and um you know it, it i see it like it's all over their face their whole like their arms their whole body and me i'm only limited to like my neck my chest my elbow crease and yeah. my back so like i am i i may not be as bad as other people and i'm very uh i'm very thankful for that but i still went through the same thing the bleeding the oozing the insomnia the freaking chills like a drug addict Yeah. It's just, I think it's just going faster than others because I only used it for six months straight. Sure. Sure. And you know, it,
0: it doesn't really matter where on your body it is. The hell of TSW is, is hell regardless. It doesn't matter if it's only on the top Mm -hmm. half of your body, the bottom half of your body, your just your arms or your legs. It's hell. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no other way to describe it. I mean, the stink. Oh yeah, I know. The, bleeding, <laughs> the, I mean, I, I smell myself sometimes, and I'm like, seriously, dude, you're out in public right now. Oh like, gosh, I know. It's the only, the only thing I can compare it to is a decomposing corpse. Like, yeah, I, I, I would have to believe that's what a zombie
1: smells like. Oh gosh. It, yeah, it's, I. it's, it's ugh. When I saw, like, I was like that, too. Like, my arm and my chest were not smelling too great. But, you know, they're, it's, it's only, like, maybe a half-dollar size on my arm, and it's about the size of a dollar on my chest. Oh. And, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that bad, but it's still, like, I'm still going through what everyone else is going through, just in a smaller sections of my body. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so like the smell it like my arm. Ever since I saw the doctor on Saturday, I I've stopped smelling. And I think it's because I'm taking this antifungal medicine. I so badly I don't know. Want
0: to go see your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like I wanna go yeah. see the I wanna go see the witch doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my fiance my fiance was skeptical, you know, even though I told him he knew I was pregnant and he knew where I went, where he was. And he's like, no, I don't believe that. Right. But the on Saturday, the oh, my God moment was um I'm a TMI kind of person, so I'm just going to say it. Sure. He told me one of the things he told me was um, your nipples are secreting fluid like you're leaking. And I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, I am and you know, it sticks to my bra and I have to pull my bra off every day and, you know, skin comes oh. off. It sucks. So wow. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I scratched this. The, the skin is so thin. Yeah. You know, obviously, Um, but especially there. And I'm like, how did you know? And he's like, it's because of like a gland in your brain is a little enlarged. And um he's like, you're not breastfeeding anymore. Your son is three years old. So like, what's going on? He's like, it's, it's the cortisone that's kind of messing me up. So I'm like, whoa. He knew. Yeah. Like, I don't know how he knew, but he knew that I was leaking from my nipples. And he's yes. like, if you told your doctor that you were leaking from your nipples, he would never have prescribed you Depixent. He should have sent you to get an MRI, and he would have seen that your gland is um, enlarged, and you shouldn't be on taking a thing like um, Dupixent when you're going through that. That's so I'm so thankful scent. that I'm not going to take DuPixent because I would have taken a loading dose in about two weeks. Right. But I was like, I I just I just want to look nice for my wedding.
0: <laughs> well, I I hope the best for you, love, because this this thing is so up and down, inside and out, and it'll smack you when you don't expect it, and then it'll give you freedom when you least expect it too. You know. So.
1: Yes. Uh, two steps forward, one step back
0: absolutely but you know what i'm going to say some heavy prayers this evening for you and i definitely want progress reports from you
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: i definitely yeah. want to keep going in your journey and i will be, i will be watching closely because uh, thank you it's uh i i think every one of us need that support you know and we need that that what we're doing now i guess you know we we need yeah that there's people out there suffering the way that we do. And it doesn't matter how minute you, you know, like you said, it might be a dollar size, but that's all you can think about all day long. Is that dollar size piece of skin that is just tearing you apart.
1: Yeah. Like I couldn't, um, the first two weeks of first, yeah. First two weeks of, um, TSW, I was just, I'm like, Oh, I'm so glad I'm on Christmas break because I can't, I can't go to work like this. I stayed in bed for a week. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't even talk because my, my mouth, just all the skin around it would just break open. And up until this week, I couldn't open my, my left arm because every time I opened my arm, my skin would just break open. And I'm like, "Ah, I cannot believe how all these people are dealing with it all over their body because I just have it in little places and it's driving me crazy. I did it for 18
0: months in bed. Oh my gosh! From the top of my head to the bottoms of my feet. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it. A uh, lot of drugs. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <and> a <laughs> lot of support. Um, yeah. If it wasn't for my support system, I I wouldn't have made it. No way. Hardest <sighs> hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life, and I've said it before in my podcast. I'm I'm a TMI guy too. Uh, I was a crackhead at 16 years old. I was, uh, put in treatment for the first time at 17. I was put in the mental hospital, uh, at 19, again, at 21. Um, I've lost, uh, three babies. Um, I have two beautiful kids now, but I've lost three children, uh, due to miscarriage. Um, and, uh, You know, I've been through the ringer in my life and I'm only 35. Mm -hmm. I've had a hip replacement. I've got to have back surgery. I've got to have my shoulder redone, my knee redone. And it's all because of this fucking disease that these doctors so carelessly. Yeah. You know, but in the long run, I've said it, everybody said it. We are so much stronger because of this. It's almost like we've been blessed with this disease. (laughs) <laughs> because at the at the end of the day it's gonna make us so much stronger and yeah uh i agree we just you have to look at it like that at this point you either laugh or cry so yeah i chose to stand up and laugh and just uh do something about it and
1: yeah this is my doing something about it so yeah i think it's amazing that you're doing this um i love hearing your podcast i haven't heard all of them but um, I've listened to, I think the majority of them and it's, it's really helped hearing people getting new ideas. Like I really liked the one that you did with Jasmine. I learned a lot from her. So she's, she's, uh, she's got I'm a lot of something. really good ideas. Yeah. I'm learning something and, and, you know, I think other people are listening and, and they're learning as well. So yeah. this is a great thing that you're doing. Well, I appreciate that. And trust me, I got I got people
0: lined up all week and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing this until I can't find any more people to do it with me. So mm. um God bless you and, and thank you for coming on. I appreciate you waiting for me today and uh Yeah, of course. Like I said, I'm gonna follow you and, and I want some progress reports. We're gonna have to do this again soon, okay?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: All right, Miss Maria, you take care of yourself and get get on to what you gotta get on to and uh we'll talk soon, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Take care.
1: Bye, Joshua. Bye-bye. Hi, buddy.